Hello and welcome to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, where emerging holistic leaders of tomorrow share their adventure to celebrating their most prized skills, talents, and expertise by turning their wisdom into a signature system that serves mankind. I've had the great honor of working with each of these individuals to take what they've already mastered in their life and business and use it to help their kismet clients. One thing my clients may not know is their wisdom has touched my life, improved my health, my business, and my overall happiness, and I know they will do the same for you too. It is my great honor to introduce to you Jenny Cornette Holt. Today, Jenny will be sharing with us how to be a rock star spa beauty entrepreneur holistic practitioner with mind, body, beauty, business best practices. But before we begin discussing this awesome topic, I'd like to take a moment to introduce you my fabulous client, friend, and special guest, Jenny Cornette. Known for her expertise in mind, body, beauty, and spirit, she uses her signature five core element business building series to educate driven and ambitious practitioners in the wellness and beauty industry to find and reach the life they've always wanted. Today, Jenny is a mind-body-spirit strategist that specializes in helping wellness, holistic, and beauty experts succeed in business. Spa expert with over 20 years' experience, Jenny is a trendsetter in the boutique spa industry. Her attention to detail combined with her fearless, free spirit brought Orlando, Florida, as truly a five-star unique destination spa. Learn more about Jenny and her awesome programs at JennyCornette.com. Welcome to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, Jenny. I'm thrilled to have you here. Thank you, Angel. I'm thrilled to be here. So excited. Yay! Me too. Okay, well, I first, before we jump into this awesome topic, I know so much now about the beauty industry because of you, so this has been such an eye-opening experience to work with you on your signature system, but maybe let's take a step back and... Remind me, how did we first connect? Uh, it was actually through social media. We It was on through Facebook, a friend request on Facebook. Awesome. Well, I love when, you know, the Internet brings like-minded people together, and it obviously and in this situation it's no different. So I want to just dive in and take our newfound connection on Facebook and find out, you know, a little bit more about your background. I know I know some about your spa background, you know, who you've worked with in the past, and how you really turned all that information into a five-star unique destination. Um, yes. Okay, so I worked with um, five-star luxury destination resort spas, um, Four Lowe's Hotels, Mandara Spa, Steiner Spa, and um, I was the director of, of operations um, for eight years with them. And... While I was there, I loved everything about the five-star experience and all of the special attention to the details and how you made the clients that came in feel so um, special and unique and everything was an experience. Um, and, but I, the only thing that I didn't that wasn't, you know, I, I felt that everyone should still be able to be unique. And if you have a tattoo or if you have um, a nose piercing, that you can still give the same uh, level of service being yourself and being individual. So when I did decide to, I was actually on a leave of absence. One of my family members was sick and I was caring for them, um, helping them to recover from a surgery. 
And so while I was there, it's very hard for me to sit still. And while I was there, you know, watching him, you know, side by side, I was just started taking notes of every pros and cons of my, what I liked about my job and what I didn't. And that was really the only thing that I did not love about what I was doing was that everyone had to dress the same, look the same, mm. no facial hair, hair, you know, hair had to be exactly pinned back the same, fingernail, every single detail. So I wanted to be able to, more like a, a salon vibe where you could still express your individuality. And, and I thought in my mind that would make everyone more comfortable um, coming in as well, the guest. So to know, you know, that they could have a connection. I, I think it was, you know, mainly about connections and being able to connect and for people to be able to be themselves as a therapist that they could um, be more creative and be, you know, the art of massage and the, the art of healing people. You, If you're able to express yourself and be yourself, I think that you can provide better service um, and more unique service. Mm-hmm. So that is really uh, when I started doing it. So I, I did open the beauty spot then 20 years ago, um, I mean 10 years ago, and I painted it bright pink and mm-hmm. you had a tattoo. I allowed you to have a tattoo and show it mm-hmm. and everyone, you know, all huge variety of different people came in, but it worked, and every single person that comes through the door and still today, they feel like they're part of a family and part of a tribe, and it helps our retention rate is to the roof um, 85%, which is huge, Um, and people just, you know, continue to come back, but I do still, I'm so grateful for the experience of the five-star resort. And I use that, um, I use a lot of the techniques that I learned there um, and that's in my, you know, my core signature series and that's what I'm starting to to teach everyone else. Awesome. Well, the thing I love about your ideals here about how, you know, people with tattoos or purple hair or nose ring or whatever, it's like, and especially in the spa and the beauty industry, it's like people are coming there to unwind. Um, A lot of times they have skin problems or they have high-stress jobs or they want to feel beautiful again. So this idea of just having even the people behind the counter or behind the chair who are, you know, there to help you feel better. And, you know, it's just getting more comfortable in your own skin. So I think there is something with that visual component of seeing another person you know, whether they do have an alternative look or whatnot, it's like it's, it is about being comfortable in your own skin. And I think that's, you know, maybe one of the secret sauce of the beauty spot, your, you know, beautiful destination, which I've seen pictures. I can't wait to come see it in person and get a facial or a massage from one of your uh, therapists there. But I think, do you think that that is what's really separated you uh, from maybe some of the other spas in the Orlando area and maybe even globally um, is having that uh, that awareness to the type of therapist you hire and helping other people feel comfortable in their own skin? Yes, I, I absolutely do think that is, is, is a huge attraction for people because there's people like my mother, for example, she's definitely not alternative, but or she's, you know, she's very woman, but she wouldn't feel comfortable going into a five-star resort where everyone was in a suit. It would make her, she would be afraid to even open the door. So my place is very friendly and, 
you know, like I said, bright pink. And when you come in, and they're smiling, and we're making cookies, and we're <laughs> everyone's hanging out. Like the whole place is set up like a, a lounge in the front, not where you have your services, but the, the nail plate where we do nail services. And here, it's like a lounge. Like everyone is just hanging. Even the husbands that aren't having services will come in and just <laughs> go next door and <laughs> drink, and they'll just hang out with us during the whole time. So. Um, I definitely, it's the, it has made everyone more comfortable and a, a, a wider range of clientele comfortable. Um, yeah, which gets people to, to talk about you. Yeah. yeah. It gets people spreading like, oh, you got to go check out the beauty spot. It's so happy and vivacious in there, so relaxing. Everybody's just got their own personal style. It's like a, it's a conversation starter. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that that's one of our, we have a, um, no bad vibe zone, and it's on the door as you come in, and you know, we have zero zero tolerance for negativity, and so um, that's you know that's why we, it's pink and it's happy and it's obnoxious, but that is to you know as a reminder that you know, that we're there and we're not allowed as the team to be um, negative, and you know the clients can feel that and they love it. Love it. Well, I know that you have heart and soul in everything that you do. I mean, just being able to work with you on your signature system, you come from such a beautiful place. And I, as what I've learned from you uh, during this process together was finding out about, you know, the therapists and the people that you've hired and even just the industry as a whole and the, and the retail component. So I know that a lot of, you know, businesses, especially uh, spas and beauty uh, beauty place destinations, but that retail component is huge. And I know that you, you approach retail in a very unique way coming from the heart. So can you tell us a little bit about what the problem is with the retail and how to actually approach it with heart so that maybe the therapist or the people that are working for a spa feel more comfortable in that area? Because I know a lot of us, I mean, even business owners, we, we get scared of the sales process. And I think when we hear a retail it just kind of may, maybe makes them, you know, freeze up for a minute. Yes, definitely. Um, the one thing that I could relate to the therapist is because I'm also a therapist. So I've I've, I've been a massage therapist for 20 years, uh, esthetician for 20 years, and um, and licensed even I became licensed after I uh, was a director and spa owner for the massage. And a lot of therapists they want to. Uh, you know, in practitioners, they want to feel, they say, oh, I, but I just want to help them or I just want to make them feel good and I'm not a salesperson. And the way that I was to connect and create part of the system is because I'm the same way. I'll, I just want to help people, honestly. At the end of the day, that's what makes me feel good. Um, but if my mother, again, I'm going to use her as a reference. I use her, my family a lot, but if she comes in and I recommend her product because I know that that's going to help her. And I started going at, you know, as that approach to everyone because I do care about them when they're my clients and I feel that it's my obligation or any of one who works for me obligation to recommend how to improve, whether it be if they're trying to de-stress, there's ways that they can de-stress at home. And it's almost an extension of your service. I almost feel as if it's a disservice if you're not recommending because we're licensed just like a doctor is licensed or, a, you know, mental, uh, all kinds of different doctors or people in the health industry are licensed. But for some reason, the 
the spa and the beauty side of it, they don't take their their licensing as serious where they want to it's your duty to recommend how these and gone to school for it to recommend um, home care to take care of themselves and everyone washes their face and everyone hopefully is exfoliating their face so they're going to have to do it somewhere and you don't want them going to a drugstore and or putting the wrong thing on their skin and you know doing more more harm which mm-hmm. you know every single day I've been doing it for 20 years and I have people that when I ask them what they're using on their skin it's they're damaging their skin or they're putting the wrong thing on their skin if they have you know, problems with their skin and they are using an apricot scrub with walnut shells, all they're doing is spreading it all over their face. So it's, and they don't know that. So it's our obligation and duty and we've gone to school and we are licensed and we do continuing mm-hmm. education. So, you know, if we, if we are you know, doing, if we care about these people and we want them to come back and we want to truly help them, we have to tell, teach them and educate them how to, take care of themselves in between visits with us. That's right. I know. I mean, I have my, you know, skin esthetician over here in, in Los Angeles, and, you know, I, I asked her during the sessions, like, please feel free to recommend what, what I should be using, if there's something different or even if there's a vitamin I should buy or whatever. And, you know, you're right. If they don't have a suggestion, it, it does make you firstly wonder as a customer, do you know you know, or are you just doing it by a formula? Or, you know, is there something more that I need to be doing? And I want to know that you are as, you know, educated in this um, field as possible so that I can improve whatever it is I'm there to improve. So I think, you know, it's one thing to recommend things and then it's another to feel like you're selling something. But I think, you know, and, and I, know, I want to definitely get into the next topic with you, which is mastering the consultation, because I think that's going to be, if I'm not mistaken, where we can find out a lot of things that are going on so that the recommendations don't really feel salesy. It comes from a place of authenticity because you've actually listened to somebody for, you know, 30 minutes talk about or even get upset about, you know, what, what they're really there for to, to improve. Oh, yes, absolutely. And that's, uh, um, for me, it's funny how you mentioned, you know, your people want it. People do want suggestions. Even I, if I go to a spa, and I've been in spas all over the world, I want somebody to still recommend, and, and I will still buy whatever they're recommending because I like to try new products. I like to take care of my skin. And if they don't recommend, I don't think that they're, I don't, I have a whole different viewpoint of them. I don't think that they care about their job. I don't think they care about me. I don't think that they've been trained properly. So it does set you apart to um, to recommend the products, and that's how you truly are a five-star, you know, to know your business. It, it's your obligation, like I said. And the, the reason and the way to know this before you even meet them is you either can do, you know, the consultation. You can, you can do a face-to-face where you're seeing the skin, but they can fill out a form and you can get a lot of clues about them before you even meet so that you know which questions to ask. Um, and the consultation okay. should truly take 20 minutes to 30 minutes for skin especially. Um, I At my place we do it for, you know, for massage, for everything, because I feel it all works together. Um, and it's very detailed, the consultations, from everything from how they eat, how they sleep, how they 
hydrate, what they do, if is their job stressful, if they have children, so we can learn about their hormones, so we can learn, you know, can we take it from a holistic approach that it's not just acne on their skin or loss of collagen in their skin. It, it could be, you know, how their sleeping habits. It could be how they're eating. It could be if they exercise, if they're not exercising. So we truly try to teach them a holistic lifestyle um, touching on all the elements and helping them become balanced because usually something that's going on with the skin is an imbalance in the body. So we do take a very long detailed, it's two, sometimes three pages of consultation and spend it at the beginning of your relationship with this person and it will definitely pay off. So what? how would somebody, if somebody is listening to this, they are a spa expert, they are a practitioner of some sort, how do they master that consultation? Is it literally the form that they fill out or is there something else, like any additional questions that you ask them face-to-face? Because I'm now going in my mind, going, okay, the last time I went to a new esthetician, I filled out, you know, a three-page thing with a bunch of questions, but I don't really feel that I was heard. I think that I was, I wrote everything down, and then I, the procedure was amazing, but I'm wondering, what are the, what is the, some tips on how to master the consultation so it, it's not only educating you on what, what their daily life is, but that they also feel heard? Oh, yes, it is It is about, so when they come in after, they can fill the page, pages out there before, when, however they do it, but there is time spent in the room where you're, you have a mirror and you're asking them what their concerns are about their skin. And you've been pointed out and, you know, you're speaking face-to-face, at a, you know, both sitting down talking about it uh, so that, number one, the, the practitioner is truly reading the consultation that the person just filled out because I know at some spas I go there and I'll even write funny things, you know, like halfway through it and I know they haven't read it because they haven't, they didn't mention it, you know, or, you know, Mm -hmm. check off weird things. So you have to, the therapist has to actually go through it. And I do have a a series of um, indicators that are specific to my um, signature series that would, that you would put in the consultation to get the people to open up and to tell you more. Um, but you have to talk to them and make a, it's making connections with them and getting them to trust you and to truly, you know, give professional recommendations, not just selling them something to sell them. You have to feel that way and you have to really um, take the time to educate yourself about the product line you're using to, so, you, so that you don't feel that way and mm-hmm. that you're using a good product line as well. Got it. So I know it starts with a consultation. Well, it takes them first knowing about your business, right? You, you, they find out your business, whether they find it on Yelp or it was from a friend. Um, then they go in for the consultation, and then they do their first, you know, session, whatever that is, whether it's nails or massage or skin or whatnot. Now, mm-hmm. I know many of these practitioners, the biggest concern is, well, you know, I want to fill my book. I want to get more clients. I know consultation now they know that the consultation is a big one i mean it's probably if you could master that you know at least and provide a really amazing service they're going to probably be back so what are some rituals um that they can do to start filling their books today uh well there's um rituals on all different senses so rituals on preparing for your day but we have rituals that we actually do within the treatment room um and their little experience sensory touches that 
creates a um, feeling. So every time when they come and they have the ritual and they know that this is going to be the beginning, like it is a breathing technique of the service, it, it's a memory in their brain and they automatically, almost like a meditation, they are able to get into a, a deeper state of relaxation. Because even when we're doing our facials at um, the beauty spot, we it's a mind-body experience as well, or a beauty spirit experience. And we take you to a meditative state. That's another thing that really sets it apart during your service. So we explain your service and what you're going to be doing. We make sure if you're going to have any questions before we do it. And then once the service starts, we really, you're off into another space, hopefully. And the therapist is um, gets to meditate too, you know, gets to um, do their thing. And you're not breaking that, you know, with talking about, you know, what your children are doing or what your, um, you know, what's going on in your life, what track you're, meet you're going to. You're there just truly to relax and, and take the time that we all need and we forget to give ourselves. The rituals are different little key points. Like there can be breathing treatments at the beauty spot we use. Um, it, we do touch therapy before we um, start every service. We do a body scan before we start the service to see if there's um, any energy blockages that, that goes along with the, that we've noticed from the consultation. And then we do the service. We do the exact same massage every time that's choreographed. And then it truly is like a, a dance on them. It's a very it's choreographed, so it's very rhythmic massage that goes with every even facial and depending on what your skin type is, we, there's different ones. And, um, and then we do sound therapy at the end with Tibetan bells. So those are the rituals uh-huh. that keep, that really set you, that sets us apart and that it gives you all of these ancient rituals that we use that have been used for years and proven to, you know, free negative energy and to create space and to help you relax and be balanced and truly holistic approach to the services. So, so really um, filling your books has so in what I'm hearing is that your the way to fill your books is that the, from start to finish, from literally the second they you know maybe make the appointment to walk in the door to get the service, there are these really unusual or different holistic modalities that they're actually experiencing. You mentioned the bells. You mentioned some of the different, uh, some meditative space that the, the actual practitioner goes into. So it sounds like, if I'm not mistaken, that it's the experience that you're giving your clients, which is making them want to come back. Absolutely, for 100%. Um, and they will. They do certainly come back because of that. And, and they know that they're going to get the same consistent service every time. And have that experience. I mean, it's really you've there, created it's a feeling. It really is about the feeling. Space. Yeah. Yes, it's a sacred How? space. It's exactly what it is. Um, so I'm glad that you picked up on that because I, I failed to mention that. But it is a sacred space. So from the moment you walk in, till the you know until you leave, and all the way you know until we walk you to your car, sometimes creating the experience that your clients are going to have from the second they make the appointment, even probably before that. I mean, they might visit your website. They might check out your Yelp reviews. I mean, it's, it's the whole thing is an experience and from start to finish. Yes, definitely. You know, I want people when they come into, like I would want people when they come into my home. 
I offer them a drink. I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to have, if it's my girlfriend's hanging out, a comfortable blanket and whatever flavor of wine or tea that they want. Mm. So I want to, to recreate that in, you know, the space of the spa. So everyone felt just comfortable coming there as my friends feel when they come to my house. Oh, I love that so much. That's such a good way to look at it. That's, that's amazing. Like, I love that. So I know that everywhere that you, from every angle of, from what I know of you and how you conduct your business to how you live your life, you come from this really soulful place. I mean, it's a very authentic place. It's a patient place. It's a positive place. There's a lot of rituals in everything that you do. And obviously, I already know your background. You have so many certifications and degrees and just um, so much education under your belt. So, I mean, I, you're probably the go-to person, I would say, that, you know, you have so much productivity going on in your day-to-day life. So can you give us some, maybe some soulful tips on how to maximize productivity? Yes, for sure. It is um, definitely to take time for yourself because, when you're much more productive, when you're making sure that you're taking time for to go to the spa for yourself, even if you're a spa therapist, if you're taking time to meditate every every day, taking time, you know, I we do gratitude every morning in my house, so we think of three new things to be grateful for, um, and we start our day off like that. Even with my um ten year old and eight year old. We we practice this and we um, exercise is another one that you have to do to keep yourself productive and make time for yourself. Uh, I really encourage everyone in my family and all of my clients to do the same um, and to take care of yourself and to be happy really and to not be negative because it's that it's proven you know in many mm-hmm. medical journals that you're much more productive when you're happy and when you're um feeling good. So you have to mm-hmm. eat right, you have to take time for yourself, and that's another reason why the beauty spot is there is for because I want people to come and take time from, for themselves and, you know, make it a ritual that you're coming to the spa at least once a month. And we have memberships for that purpose so that people do not keep putting themselves on the back burner. They, they make themselves mm. a priority. And when they come, they're always like, oh, Jenny, I'm so glad you did this because I would have waited and, you know, or felt guilty because they could have been doing something with their family. So, but they all, a lot of them come back and say to me, oh, but I'm such a better mother now or better friend, better wife, better um, daughter because they're taking time to to take care of yourself. So, um, I mentioned that you have some kind of membership. Because I always used to tell my other esthetician who ended up uh, living too far, or their location was too far from me, so I had to change estheticians. But one of the things I loved about them is that they wouldn't let, they never let me leave without making my next appointment because I had told them from the very beginning, if I don't make the appointment, it's going to take me forever to pick up the phone and make it. So I have to make the appointment for my next appointment before I leave that appointment. Right, but you just mentioned that there's some kind of like you have some kind of like uh, not gift card. What did you say? A member. We have a mem- We that- do have a yes. We have three level different. We have three different member memberships depending on how often you want to come or how much you're able to uh, treat yourself or take care of yourself. So, and we do have different memberships where you can come once a month or you can come twice a month or you can come as mu- as much as you would like a month. Creating a ritual is what it is. Yes. 
Yeah, so the way to maximize productivity really, again, goes back to creating those rituals. Like, you know, like just, like, I, I mean, this is a really silly example, but <laughs> one of my New, Year, New Year's resolutions was like, I'm like, I need to do more self-care. Like, I just, you know, work behind my computer so much. I have so many clients, and it's just, it's really hectic, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get acrylic nails so that I make myself go get, like, a manicure. Like, now I have yeah. to go get a fill. I have to change my – because I wouldn't – I would go months, no pedicure, no nothing. That's how I – I know what you mean. Before my membership, too, I – that's one of the reasons, too, because I would get it myself. And this – even this year, I I did the exact same thing. I was like, you have got to get a manicure because I couldn't remember the last time I had had a professional one. So I'm, I have the same resolution as you do. And same thing with the personal trainer. It's like the trainer comes to me now. It's like I, I had to force the rituals because I wasn't making time for myself. So the way to maximize productivity, it sounds like, is crazy day-to-day uh, rituals, you know, of self-care, and obviously in your spa or beauty business, creating that for your clients as well, like giving them the membership or having them set up an appointment before they leave, some kind of ritual that you take them through so that you are actually part of their daily ritual so that they know what they're going to do in two weeks, in a month, or when they come to that next appointment to feel better. Exactly. Because I know this has to do with getting repeat clients, and I think this is kind of where we're taking this whole conversation of, you know, how to fill your books, how do you be a rock star beauty and holistic practitioner. And it has to do with caring about your clients and being part of their ritual of feeling better, of doing self-care, because we want them to be more productive in their life. We want them to be happier uh, as a wife, as a mother, as a friend, just like you said. So, I mean, I got excited because I know that you have this secret about getting repeat clients, and I think this is kind of going to drill it all home where the retail married with, um, you know, from start to finish the experience that they're getting in your environment to how you create daily rituals with them. What is this secret to getting repeat clients? Well, all of these rituals that you just explained definitely are part of getting the repeat clients, but uh, in this industry there's not – you, I was amazed to find about the follow-up we, that people do not follow up and see how whatever they did in the treatment room, if it worked or not, or how they're feeling three days later, or not only just in the follow-up, so you could call them or you could write them or you could email them, which um, I have a system that can do all of that. You can even put it on automation and then just read their responses. But also about following up after, so after we, because when we're in the treatment room, we try to keep that the sacred space. When we're finished and complete, we come out and we do a little follow-up to let them know what our results, what we found today, where they were holding attention, and then we do a a home care regime, a recommendation for them, and we actually write it out and we let them know that these are the things that we suggest based on what they told us, and so we're following up with that, and then, you know, there's never any hard press at all, and so they have that with them. If they want to purchase it, then they can. If not, they have it for, you know, whenever they come back. Or they might go home and notice that their skin looks different, and they're like, ooh, I do need to have that booster on my skin, and they'll come back and buy it, or often they'll call and we'll mail it to them. Um, mm-hmm. And then just to follow up with them to see how they're feeling and to see if the facial that you provided or the massage you provided had good results. 
uh, and we do that, you know, two to three days after we see them. And if we haven't heard from them in a while, we follow up with them as well. So it's keeping track because we can't, because I care about them and I want them to, I want to have done a good service and I want to have addressed their concerns. And that's the reason, you know, that is the reason why I started following up. And, you know, it helps people feel that. You know, if I just yeah. like let them go on about their day and walk out and go wash their face with Dove soap, it, <laughs> I wouldn't be caring about them. I'd just be, I wouldn't be a, a true professional in my opinion. So mm-hmm. follow-up really is, is it's, it helps you stand apart from everyone else and really positions it, you as the expert that that everyone wants to be that is working, you know, in this industry. Wow. You know what I just got from what you were just saying is not only – so maybe the metaphor for follow-up, what that really means is care. Like yeah. the reason yeah. you follow-up is because you care. Following up is the act. But the reason you're following up is because you care. And it's like if your business, whether you are a holistic practitioner or have a spa business or have any type of business for that matter, the second that you – forget to care or forget to follow up or show that you care is like one more way that a client doesn't become a repeat client. And I, I think that what I've really learned from this conversation from you is like, is love, you know, like I always call my clients long lost friends. Like they're still yes. like a part of me. Like I'm like, Oh my God, you're like this part of me that, you know, only comes at certain times. But when I, get to experience you, it brings out that part of me. And it's like there's this care mm-hmm. and this camaraderie and uh, relationship that is, is so sacred. And to treat yeah. your clients and your customers as, like you said, like as you would treat your brother who would come to your house, you would give them a cozy throw or ask them what they want to drink. And, and it just makes you really stop and think about our life and our existence on this planet and that every single moment, every ritual that we take time for ourselves or make somebody else feel special. Like I, what's the, there's like a quote, the, the, the purpose of your life is to help other people find the purpose in theirs. And it's like by yeah. creating that experience, you're helping them get closer to it. You're helping them feel better. You're helping them look better. You're helping them have more confidence. And all of that plays into every aspect of your life, just like you said, to be a better mom, a better wife, a better friend, a better entrepreneur. Exactly. And that is really what it all comes back to is love and um, caring. And that is another reason my whole brand is pink and about self-love and um, self-care. So you really nailed it when you, when you got that uh, metaphor. But yes, that's, that's what it is. It's about love it. Yes. Well, I know you've got this amazing uh, signature program, but before, you know, we kind of wrap up today, I I wanted to find out a little bit more about, you you have so many different modalities and education, and I know one of them is uh, is about the four directions. Can you explain what the four directions are and how they can help us avoid burnout? Um, Yes, so the four directions is, um, it's from Native American Roots. And they, it is about a cycle that you should have with everything. So it could be a cycle during your day. It could be a cycle during your 
month, it could like our bodies as females do, um, that forces us to do, you know, rest when we need to rest. And we should, the, the Four Directions is also very much about rituals as well. So you, you know, should start your day um, doing it as from a therapist point. Every day you have to start your day the same way when you get into your treatment room. And you have to have a period that you actually designate to do your follow-up. You know, you have to mark it off of your book. Like, this is when I'm going to do my follow-up. This is when I'm going to... So it's like a, it's a starting period. So the four directions are seasons, or they can be stages in life or stages in your day, from, let's say, spring, summer, winter, fall. So I remember you telling me in, during the signature system process about how we do things in seasons. And, you know, whether it's winter, we eat different foods, and we do different cycles of our life. And I think one of them was that cycle, like, what, like how old you are. You know, whether it's oh, yeah. in so the winter, second, yeah, does that help you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of them. Yeah, so my brain just went completely um, askew. But anyway, so yeah, one of them is for, like, example, in your like career. There should be different stages in your life that you're doing different things. There's a period when your body or age, when your body is, or it doesn't necessarily have to be an age as a number, but, you know, whenever you're at your peak performance, and you're supposed to be working hard and very driven, but but you need to also take after that, you know, needs to come cool down session. Just like when we take an aerobics class or anything else, you have to warm up and then you have to work hard and then you have to cool down and then you have to take a period of rest. And I know this is something that constantly even I struggle with is to keep myself in a rhythm because I'll – um, oftentimes get excited about something and not remember to take the rest I need and then at the end of the day I've become less productive. We teach how to do that when you're with clients and with coming in to work and to um, create time to do everything that we need to do so that we don't feel overwhelmed, so that we feel at the be- you know in the middle of our day when we're seeing clients that we're able to work hard during that time without disruption and to be the most productive and and balancing our downtime or our slower time with the peak hours of the salon to, you know, times when we need to just be closed on a Monday so that everyone can get a rest. So that is one example. There's a, you know, you can use the four directions in anything in your life from your day to your, the way you eat to anything else, but that's one way to use them, um, that we use them in the spa to help us remain productive. So there's almost like a, okay, so if I was going to break up my day in the morning, would that be considered spring? Correct. And that would be a good time to meditate, for example, because you're starting to prepare for your day and you're, you know, it doesn't have to be a big elaborate meditation, but, you know, I lay on my bed and think about what I'm going to do for that day and think about the positive things I'm going to do and what I'm grateful for, like I told, like I said before. So I, I'm just laying there in my bed. It's not like some, like I don't flip out a yoga mat and burn candles or anything. I'm just doing a quick meditation in my bed. But I do take time to do it every single day. And then from there, you know, so then that, that's the spring. And then, uh, you know, I don't go right to my computer the moment I pop, pop out of bed and start working. I, I take time to... Um, warm up to, towards it. 
and mm-hmm. plant. Um, you know what I mean? It, that's like when you plant seeds. So I'm planting seeds for my creative brain, for example, to so that I can clear more clear, and so that I can am not in a fog, not in a mental fog. Fall is like when you want to start. I'm um, slowing, you know, slowing down, or you want to be teaching others um, what you know. So summer, summertime. So spring, and then you go to summer. So after summer is when you really are like working. When you know, for me, that was when I was in my 30s, even up to now. You're working. You know, your body is is made to working. You have less responsibilities. You maybe you don't have children yet, so you're working at your full capacity. And then, and back. So primitive, primitive times, that's when you were like out in the farm or out, you know, doing the hard front of the work from spring. And then during the summer is your, after you've planted the seeds, you would be gathering, you know, what you planted. You know, so you're so like, like a re- harvesting. You know. Yes, exactly. So in my culture, in Native American, you're, Supposed to be educating others on what you what you've learned in your life and how you've become an expert or what you've done, and you're sharing your skills. And I think that a lot of that has been lost. Uh, I was very grateful for that five star experience and all the education that I received because shortly after that, people did not have the budgets that they did, you know, before to, or they did not make it an, an important to. Um, educate their teams, and I think that's why a lot of practitioners don't know a lot of the things I know now because they, like I would get, we would learn, be learning Balinese and massage, and they would bring people from Bali over to train. They wouldn't even speak English. I was, I'm so grateful for that because that is why I am who I am, and it's all because of the education and because of somebody, you know, taking time to te- have other people teach me what they had learned and what they mm-hmm. were experts at, and so. That would be the fall of your, you know, is when you start teaching others what you've learned so that, you know, your still, your spirit and parts of you are still here on earth, you know, for, and goes on and on, for, you know, for your family, the same, back to the same thing. You um you want your children and you want to still be part of your heritage and your, your children, even after you're gone, teach them how to, you know, the kind of people you want them to be, the same with the business. You want to... um teach your trade or teach what you've perfected and share your knowledge in the fall. So I guess we're in our fall stage. <laughs> oh, yes, we're in our fall. Now we're supposed to be like reaping the benefits. So, yes. <laughs> it's to be able to, yeah, do what we love, which that is what I love. I love educating and back to helping others. I'm, I love helping others. It makes me happy. So I'm very, very passionate about helping other business owners and other therapists that are working within a spa or if they want to have their own one day. I've gone through a lot in my um, 20 years in the industry, and I'm happy to share, you know, what I've what has not worked well and what has worked well and how um, just simple rituals and nothing really big or elaborate or costly that you need to keep yourself productive. Love it. Well, I know we're just wrapping up our time together, and this has been very informative. I loved working with you on your signature system, and now I really understand, you know, the core of what you do in your business and who you support. So before we say um, goodbye today, I wanted to make sure that is there anything that I didn't ask you that you wish that I did that would be helpful to our audience today? 
Um, well, I did want everyone to know about um, my website is JennyCornett.com, and I have my signature series is Five Core Elements to Being a Rock Star in the Beauty Spa or Holistic Practitioner um, field. And I wanted to make sure everyone knew that they could find out more about my signature series there at JennyCornett.com. And you'll see, you can find out about the beauty spot there, which is the spa that I've had for 10 years. And you can, um, some other educational things that I have coming up will all be on that um, page. Awesome. So Jenny Cornett, that's J-E-N-N-I-C-O-R-N-E-T-T-E dot com. Is that correct? That's correct. Awesome. Well, this has been awesome. I love learning all your little secret tips to filling the book and the mastering the consultation. And really, just it, this whole thing sounds like it comes down to creating rituals, um, taking time for yourself, and, you know, just getting comfortable in your own skin. Um, you know, embrace your own individual style and know that every day is another day to uh, take care of yourself and uh, love others and treat others as you want to be treated and know that this, this is our life that we're living and it's, it's a beautiful place to be and to create a sacred space in your home or in your business or in your brick and mortar a spa, wherever that place is, it's, it's your sacred place and it's your time to, you know, give back to others. Yes, thank you so much. And I've, I've learned so much from this experience with you as well, so I appreciate you. Thanks, Chica. Well, I know we have many more amazing times together to come in the future. I'm so excited to see the launch of your new website and your new uh, program that you have coming up. So if there's anything that you ever need, you know where to reach me. I love that you're a club member. And for those of you who are listening to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, I hope that you have been taking notes, learning more about how to grow your business, be better at your day-to-day life, and just overall be happy. Thanks, Jenny, for being a guest. And I'll catch up with you again soon, honey. Okay, thanks so much. Okay, bye. I had so much fun. Thank you. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.